Special shout out to all our patrons who support the show every week. Head on over to patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast and subscribe today for bonus content, special shout outs on social media, and so much more. Patrons, you help keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going, and we couldn't do it without you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. You can also support the show by using our brand new Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop on Amazon.com for things like running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. This is Catherine Switzer, and you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 231 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I am your co-host, Dana. We took an unexpected trip for our last training run. Yeah, Amy got like super motivated and is like, find us a race that's this distance somewhere that we can drive and let's go do it. And I'm like, okay. So I hopped on the internet to the cloud as the commercial commercial used to say. And, and I found us one. So we're going to be talking about a brand new unexpected find. Oh yeah. Here in Florida that, I'd actually would recommend for anybody who is looking to maybe vacation in the central Florida area that would put you within an hour's drive to Disney and an hour's drive to Tampa in the heart of the state. We're going to be talking about a new race today. Love that. Love the people we met. Love the bling. Loved it all. Actually, yeah. It was a really unexpected Pleasant Pleasure. surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to find it and just say, throw caution to the wind and go, sure, we're going to this one. Why not? We know nothing about it. Let's just get in the car and go. Mm. Sometimes, well done, sir. Yeah. Sometimes those, those unexpected detours end up being some of the best. So we True lucked indeed. out. So True yeah, we're, we're bringing you guys that this week, but we're bringing you a, a little bit more. When we go to a place, like if we travel somewhere, we absolutely try to get the best bang for our buck. Sure. Uh, we we want to bring you guys as much as we can of whatever city we're in. Uh, Uh And we'll hit, I don't know, five, like in a weekend, we'll probably hit five or six different spots for food and beverage Uh throughout a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You just look at the content from Atlanta. And that's because some of these cities really merit that kind of exploration. Look at Jacksonville. Yeah. It's it's enormous. Yes. Tampa. Same Uh thing. When we went to Kentucky, Key West, Mm-hmm. Anchorage. Oh, 100% that we just, we have content. And I think the first time we became 
well, within the first few months, we were an audio podcast. We came back from Kentucky, and I think if you go back in our catalog and you listen to that one episode, we tried to cover the whole thing at one shot. Shaboom. And it was like 90 minutes. And we're like, oh, oh this is going to be like an extra large episode. Mm. So we figured it out. We're like, hey, you know what? We don't have to do it all at once. No, because we can pair some of the greatest food and beverage with our training as it continues. And I think it keeps us motivated and keeps us going. Oh yeah. It's nice to look back and remember. And the same goes for when we go to a place like Disney, when we're Mm. doing a run Disney event, when we talk about the festivals, when we talk about a run Disney race weekend, Mm -hmm. if we're going to focus on a particular park, because no park there is really, the type of thing you could take in completely in one day. No. And we absolutely could not cover a single park or a single festival in a single episode and do it justice, I don't think. And they're different from year to year. The Oh yeah, the, uh, dare the, I say the you countries even, and the carts and yeah. the and the entrees that they serve even. They they change in these in the in the uh, I don't think you could from year even to year. cover it. France still can't in, figure out what they want to do with escargot. <laughs> in one trip. I don't think you could cover it in one trip as a vacationer or a runcationer. No. And that's actually a frustrating thing for a lot of vacationers who come down to Disney. They talk a lot about that to us offline, even though we're not a Disney podcast, we mm-hmm. are Disney adjacent because we started our, it was one of our first races that we ever yeah. did was the, the wine and dine half marathon. Mm-hmm. And because we are within driving distance of Disney, we are able to go there more frequently than many. We're very lucky in that regard. We are. And we like to be a source of information for people who are looking to make it the most out of their Disney weekend mm-hmm. or Disney vacation. Because maybe that's a once a year type thing, or maybe it's a once in a lifetime type thing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do some pre-planning and if you don't really, I think you have to kind of plot it out and you have to think ahead a little bit to get the most out of your day. Absolutely. It's that big. It's that intricate. It can be daunting and you could end up having a lesser experience if you don't. And that goes for the, in my opinion, it goes for the festivals. And I, and that that's, I'm going to get to why when we get to the section, but we're going to be talking about some food and beverage from this year's 2022 Epcot food and wine festival. Kind of, I don't know if this is rounding out our coverage or it's getting awfully close for this year. Oh yes. I think we have a couple of things we're going to drop for the patrons. Okay bonuses but it is i would say to wet the whistle of those who are attending marathon weekend or princess or springtime surprise to keep them going in these winter training months yes something to look forward to even though it's not the particular festival because it's festival of the arts for marathon weekend and then it's flower and garden for springtime surprise it's still keeps you motivated and and looking forward to those specific races if you're registered or down range gives you something to look forward to in 2023 if you're thinking about doing just a vacation trip to catch food and wine to catch food and wine or you're going to make it a runcation and run the wine and dine half marathon weekend. And let's face it, now that Disney, or, or excuse me, Run Disney has mm-hmm. moved race registrations so far out from the actual event itself, it's not going to be too long 
where we're going to start talking about it's time to start thinking about well, are everybody you, is. are you going to register? Everybody's got to think about wine and dine. What in the first quarter of the year? Yeah. So it's believe it or not, the race just ended, but got to get ready to register. If you're thinking about it for next year, you're going to have to to that's going to need to be top of mind. Mm-hmm. Which is why we we bring some of the booths that we know our fan favorites that are going to be around from year to year and, and some new favorites as well. Yeah. And I think this will also give people an idea of the quality that they can find if they looked at the right booths at some of these festivals. Cause I don't think the goal is to have it all. You'd be well, rolling out. I was going to say, I, some people set that as a goal, especially sure. when it comes to the beverages, but I mean, the- either way, I think that you're 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 making you're setting yourself up for some some gastrointestinal upset. We'll just leave Distress, it there. Distress, which we don't want. No. So we are going to be talking about a couple of great countries from the 2022 Epcot Food and Wine Festival Indeed. to go along with this brand new race that we're going to tell you all about in just a couple of minutes. But first, mm. Amy has scoured the interwebs and has come up with some shout outs. For our people. First one, before we get to the shout outs for our people in the Runcation Nation, is from us because this Thursday is Thanksgiving. A lot of the time we will throw back to family recipes, what we're thankful for in the running community. And we just want to take this time in the shout out section of the show to wish everyone in the Runcation Nation a happy Thanksgiving. If you celebrate it and it's just a time of year that we feel generally thankful. November is one of my favorite times of year. I love fall, even though we're in Florida and we don't quite get fall a hundred percent like you Northern people. We get like one Brown Palm frond and maybe a hurricane. And we've already checked Uh, the hurricane box. Not once. Twice. Twice. Right. So, Yes, so we're focused on gratitude exactly for our Runcation Nation at this time of year. It's it's no surprise we celebrated the birthday of my co-host mm-hmm. and of my mother this month. So some of the greatest people are born in November, some in the Runcation Nation even. So for everybody, whether you celebrate a birthday, whether Christmas is your thing, Hanukkah, fall, what, whatever. Winter you, solstice. You celebrate or don't celebrate. We just want to say we are grateful for your support and encouragement. We feel so lucky that the community has grown so much and become so close. So many wonderful people in it. So if you're celebrating, have a wonderful holiday. And really, we... We just wanted to take a moment around one of my favorite holidays to express the love and gratitude we feel for all of you. And on that note, I want to say we've had several newcomers, new listeners to mm-hmm. the, to the show, new members of the Runcation Nation. Mm-hmm. Drop it, drop a note in and say hi, and and chime in, and you know, tell us about yourself, and just say hi and and get that welcome, and really. You're going to find that the community that has grown up around the Runcation Nation, 
that we call the Runcation Nation is just one of the warmest, most welcoming, most supportive bunches of people. I'm with you. I think the the mm. theme this year really is gratitude, and I, I couldn't have said it better myself. And speaking of people who are just some of the nicest, warmest, and they are doing their training right and runcationing right. Congratulations to Jessica O'Keefe and Kelly Anderson in the Runcation Nation who completed the Rock and Rib Run this weekend. Those margaritas, girl, those ladies, they look tasty. Okay, we tried to do this race last year. We did. And we the weather was an abject fail and then the race was they they had changed venues and traffic was an absolute disaster. And we ended up bailing on the race, not even not even starting, like not even going because it was just it was that awful. And I I was like, oh, we gotta we gotta get that one back in the rotation and do it. And I completely until she was there, forgot. I completely yeah. flaked on that one. I would have been like, let's go and let's do it because she really touts this race as a, as a great one. The swag that we got last year mm -hmm. led me to believe she was correct. And the post-race party. I just, just last year, we were just unable to make it into the park. To actually park our vehicle and go run. It was backed up onto the interstate, like mm -hmm. after the start time. It was, it was, oof. I hope it was better this year. Jessica, Kelly. Congratulations. congratulations. It looked and like fun. Report back. Mm-hmm. Send us an audio message and tell us about the race. We would love to play it here on the show. We would. And we have one more. We do. And this was a video that was shared to the Runcation I Nation love that. Facebook group. And it was Greg Ryan, also known as... Greg in Orlando. Greg in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And he was asking if anybody else had ever done the Castaway K5K. That's the, that is the 5K race that Disney hosts out on their private island. During their cruises. Yeah. I want to do it. And it was interesting seeing a, a couple of the comments in the group. I guess that race is a lot of fun and flat but not very shaded mm. so i would bet depending on the time of year you go people don't think about this you know warm. they don't think about these tropical islands could be in the in, in the fall and winter months here in, in uh, we're going to call it the the southern part of the northern hemisphere <laughs> they, they, they don't think about that that you could get a, a nice chilly breeze or like down into the 60s or 70s, but you could absolutely get it over well into the 90s. It in, just you can never tell. Months. You can never tell in Florida. It's like the mean or on the islands off the coast of Florida. You you can't tell in our neck of the woods, I'll just say. Yes. Our our little corner of the globe. Yeah. Yeah. And beyond here in the south. Greg. It looked like fun. I hope that it wasn't too warm or too cold. I hope it was just right, kind of like Goldilocks weather, if you will. And congratulations. You're living your best life. I want to do a, a cruise. A Disney cruise. And run that, whether it be hot or cold. I just want to be on a cruise. On a, I just want to be on a runcation. Yeah, it really doesn't matter where. Mm -hmm. But that would be great. But do us a favor, guys. If you have a shout out that you'd like to get on the show, 
please don't forget to send it to us. We do do our best to scour our social media throughout the week to make sure that we're picking up on the things that you guys are putting down, but send it our way. Remind us, let us know. Send it to our email at info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Or you can call at 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733. And leave us a message that we can play on the show as well. Very nice. Let's talk running. Let's. Now, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag a little bit. All right. If you listened to last week's episode, you heard about our DNF. And we talked about like we're already energized and moving and have goals and are taking some real affirmative steps Mm -hmm. towards our training for our next upcoming race. Yes. And one of the things that we did, or I should say that you did, was you reached out to our coach. I did. America's coach, mm-hmm. Jeff Galloway, and signed up for virtual training with him. Yes, I do what he calls e coaching. There's customized training that Chris Twiggs kind of owns and, and does. And then there is the e coaching with Jeff. So I splurged a little bit because the customized training is so fantastic with Coach Twiggs and the camaraderie. I was going to say who we've had on the show mm-hmm. and shouted out at last week's episode, as a matter of fact. Yes. He, he did this Athens. little thing called the Athens Marathon. Hello. He, it's just fantastic. So he, he does it and it's a really great value and there's camaraderie and, and just like virtual meetings and things like that. I went for the, I went for, I, I spoiled myself a little bit and in terms of training and signed up for individual coaching with Jeff Galloway. And it she just brought out the big gun motivates me to be able to email him questions and have him tweak the training, especially in this time when we are training for w- one of the most important months to us, which is February for the Donna and the Gasparilla and, and wanting to just be as efficient in training and as well prepared as possible, but also balancing that with some challenges in, in life with the hurricane and with recovering from that, as well as supporting family members who are overcoming illness. Absolutely. So I felt like I need the expert to help me through that and be able to tweak week in and week out. And I love it because I'll run whatever Amy's running so that we stay together. Mm-hmm. And, and that way we're up for the, the race day in mm. case I'm going to be carrying a camera or a recording device or however we choose to, to cover memorialize it. or yeah, cover that, that event for that day. Sure. In addition to that, we've also been dialing in nutrition. We have, uh, you've heard us talk about our fixing your life with fitness, fitness course. I'm going to get that right. One of these days, <laughs> fixing your life with fitness. It's also uh, a very motivating by, piece. It is. Yes. And taught by our friend, Fitz Kohler. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. And we've been taking that class and starting to apply those things. And we've Mm -hmm. also been cleaning up our nutrition. And for the longest time, we've done six days a week Mm plant-based with one day a week, a 
not really a cheat day, but a meat day where mm-hmm. we could have meat. We're moving really more towards just clean eating where, believe it or not, getting rid of processed foods mm-hmm. from the diet at all, or at least for the majority of it. We still have those rare and appropriate times where you might be out for something and you have some flour or rice or what, whatever the thing or vegetable oil, but for cooking at home, mm-hmm. We're going a a very clean diet and we are reintroducing more frequent animal protein into the diet. And so far, so good. It's it's been pretty easy to adhere to. We've been seeing some success on the scale, which has been, of course, very nice. And I think both of us have been feeling pretty good. Yes. And which I think has been the the big biggest benefit, less muscle fatigue, less joint pain, less inflammation, that type of stuff. And we'll talk more about that more in depth on a different episode. But I just figured we kind of let people know, hey. What's going on with us? This is what's been going on. Mm -hmm. And then as, and the segue to that, of course, is Mm -hmm. so Amy's got the the coaching with, with Coach Galloway. and Galloway. And she says, I've got a 10K to run this week. Dana, find me a race. A little bit more. It was like seven miles. Okay. So 10K is the perfect distance, as you say. Also, we could just keep walking around at the after party. He's done that in training a lot with me. He'll say, okay, so you have that race, but then I want you to tack on walking Mm -hmm. just around the post-race event until you reach this distance, which is fine. And I like that it, it gives us new scenery and gets us actually, in this case, on different terrain altogether. Yes. So the race we're talking about is one that I found scouring the interwebs <laughs> called the Florida Run 10K. Yes. And apparently there was a half marathon as well. Yes. And at the same time. At the same time, I'm what staggered 10 minutes apart the starts? Yes, something like that. But they 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 were co-located in this it's a it's a park run, a very large park run. And by park, we mean trail. State park. Yes, where there's trail to be run rather than road. <laughs> which may require different Shoes in the in the future. Oh, we'll talk about that. But yes, yes, you're not wrong. So we registered what the day before the race. We absolutely did. Yes. So shout out <laughs> to the race organizers for more than one thing, but also for keeping us last minute folk in mind. I, I when we registered for it, I think there were 22 spots left. Oh, 10K. so it was going fast. It was going fast. Okay, because you registered us for and, this one. And they said that they expected over a thousand, I want to say over a thousand participants just in the 10K. It's a well-loved Florida run. At least so. Uh, this is not one that I was familiar with. This uh, race was located at Lake Louisa State Park mm. in Claremont, Florida, mm-hmm. which is about... Like I said, about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on traffic, outside of the Orlando area, area, Disney area of Mm -hmm. Orlando. And this part of Florida is, this is the hilly part of Florida. 
<laughs> this is this is kind of when you when you get into that middle. You know, our northern friends are laughing at us right now. Again, everything's relative. Mm-hmm. The hilly part of Florida, when you get into areas like Claremont, sure, it's horse country, Arcadia, uh, rolling hills. Um, you you have different terrain than what we're accustomed to. And we should have had different shoes. Yeah, we listen. We have road shoes because we tend to be road runners. But you said you wanted a ten k. So we found I a trail found run. a ten k. Yes, with a generous time limit because there was a five k and a five k and a half. Yes, going on at the same time. Packet pickup you could do the morning of. So in finding races around our area that offer all of these things. It was very enticing to do. And I also like on their website, which we'll link to in the show notes, I like how they, the overview of the course, the videos showing what the course would be like for all the different races they had. They use an app called relive to, mm-hmm. to do it. And they have somebody some, run the course. Some people post runs that way on social but th- their website also talks about the aid stations that will be there throughout. And it was just very well marked. I was going to say the, the, the course markers were really nice. Yes. The aid stations were there, but they were self-serve. Which was fine. Which was fine. There were cups there. There was they were well Gatorade and, and water. And well... Not all of them were self-serve. A couple of them actually had people there. Okay, but most of them were self-serve. Most of them were self-server. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I really liked that. The packet pickup was nice and easy beforehand. Actually, yeah. So you you get there in the morning. The state park does have a a small admission fee, about $5 per car to get in. Mm -hmm. No big deal. You want to support your parks. Of course. So we... Paid our. We were one of the first ten cars in line. We we got up at the butt crack of early to get there. <laughs> Very technical term. It, it, this felt like a Disney race in a lot of respects. Sure. So we, we registered on a fri- on the tenth. We were driving up there on the eleventh, and we were up early. It, we were we were up at one thirty to get out of here by two forty five. So it was o'clock. like a Disney wake up but we could register the night before. So it's unlike a Disney unlike race. Unlike a Disney in race that in that way. respect. Yes. I really liked it. And I, I just, I like how well laid out their, their website is. I like they how. They actually do have one of the best race websites I've ever seen. Easy. Like their sponsors are there at the bottom. They, they had a, a little pre-race expo area, plenty of porta potties. Uh, yeah, actually, plenty of porta potties and their pre race expo. They were throwing goodies at you. Mm-hmm. Do you want this before the race? No, granola bars. I want this and... after the race. Yeah. <laughs> so we we after the race and I said, man, well, it probably won't be there. It totally water, was there. Water and and just snacks of all kinds. Yeah, they had a lot of a, a lot. Well, what were those things? They're the the puffed vegetable crisps. Mm. Harvest harvest snaps. Cri- snaps. Yeah. yeah, they had a lot of those. They had some some really nice plant based options mm-hmm. for uh, protein bars. I forget the brand, but they were like, "Yeah, take as many as you want. Go for it." It was great. They were super generous with everything at, at that. Let's talk about the course itself. The starts out between a couple of uh, horse farm, like like horse 
pastures and the mm-hmm. horses were checking us out and running Which with us. Which was great. I loved that. That I was cool. That. It brought me back to my days when I was young and growing up because when we first moved to Florida, my father worked for my grandfather, my my mom's dad. Mm-hmm. And he, my mom's dad owned ranches in Arcadia. And we would go, it, that was his job to go and feed and care for the livestock and the horses. And we had horses ourselves that we would ride there. And it, it just brought me back to childhood. I never had horses growing up. It was great. I, th- I think they're they're majestic. They're, they're beautiful, beautiful. They're fun. Never had them myself, but I, loved I enjoyed that being there. It, it brought me back to the run the bluegrass, but I feel like these horses were closer to us, and it they, was they were curious for sure. Curious, yeah, more more curiosity in these beautiful animals than say the ones who were at the different horse farms along that race in Kentucky. So I loved that. And I loved that there was an announcer sending us off. With a really nice start finish line Mm -hmm. also. And the course itself, it, I didn't realize how much was going to be off road when, when I booked this, I, I looked at the website and I'm like, Oh, okay. That's it's a park. Well, on the maps, they have the course drawn. Like they, they've highlighted the course and I'm like, oh, okay, that must, I'm sure that they've got some paved areas and some trail. Like I'm sure there's some compacted earth or, or shell roads or something. Mm. Not so much. It was there. There were definitely well-traveled areas where trucks had gone through. They Definitely did a good job of clearing the area before, like running a mower through, I think, or a tractor to make sure that it was it was nice and cleared for us. But 95% of this race course was on off-road. off-road. Yeah, it was on uneven terrain. It was not on pavement. Which I think is actually good for us. I'll tell you what, I, the, the next day I had different kinds of soreness than I'm accustomed to. Which with is stabilizer good muscles. because we're learning as part of Fitz's course that mixing up your fitness is a good thing and trying things that you haven't done in a while mm-hmm. or that you are curious about. It, it's a good thing. Yes. I'm glad that you found this race. I'm also glad that you found this race because of the responsiveness of the race organizers and because of the people we met. Yes. Now, okay. Responsiveness of the race organizers. We mm. we booked the, the the race the day before. Okay, we're doing this. We're going. And we get up there. We're getting our packets. We go to get our, our, our bib and our shirt. They don't have our size, they say. And we're just thinking, yeah, we registered late. We know how it yeah, is. Totally get it. But they gave us they gave us the closest that they had. We're like, sure. all right, cool. Great. We got a shirt. It's got good. Got a shirt. It's good. We get back home. We actually try on the shirts. They fit fine. And I'm like, okay, um, cool. I'm going to stick with this. I get an email out of the blue. Amy gets Same. an email out of the blue. Same. Hey, it's come to our attention that you may not have gotten your properly sized shirt because our box, this box of shirts got misplaced. misplaced. Would you like us to send you a shirt? We'll ship it to you. 
That was so sweet. They did a, uh, that was something they didn't have to do. Although I don't know why they'd want to hold on to a box of shirts for a race that's already run. I, so it makes total sense that they sent them, <laughs> but I just thought that was a, going a little bit above and beyond. It was great. I just, I, a uh, Jamie, I think is J A M I. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She reached out to us and she said, yeah, okay, I'll check out your podcast and we'll send you the shirts and just so nice and such follow-up. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And while we're there at the at the initial race course, we ended up talking with fellow runners oh, and yeah. just, just hanging out and having a nice time pre-race. I, yeah. I met somebody whose whose son goes to my alma mater, Emory Yay! University in Atlanta. And we ended up hanging out with them and meeting her husband Mm -hmm. and her friend. So we ended up meeting Lauren, Gail and Leslie. And Lauren was running the half. He was, he's done something like 207 marathons, something like that. He's done so many marathons. Like when they moved, he threw away a bunch of medals. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And I'm like, he did what? There's no way I'm throwing away my medals. Are you kidding me? Too, too hard to move with all of them. He's like, I'll get more. I keep them all. Oh, yeah. I've got every medal I've ever gotten. I'm just saying it was just that was such an alien concept to me that, <laughs> that she said. I'm like, he he does what? So he's 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 done quite a bit an accomplished, a very accomplished runner and a very fast runner. Very fast. Yeah, he was he was cooking. Mm-hmm. And we stayed with Gail and her friend, Leslie. And Leslie is is a running coach and she is also going to be at the Donna. And I think Gail is too. Uh, we're, we're, we did our best to recruit. Yes. We're trying to recruit. No pressure. The Donna ladies. Marathon weekend 2023. No pressure. I think Leslie has a team already. And I think Gail joined her team. And I'm just excited that they're going to be there. We're going to see them that we have expanded the Runcation nation that we met such great people and small world. We got to talking and we were, we were going around along the race course. And I heard you mention our other shirts that we sometimes wear that say, I'm yes! not slow. Yes. I'm making the most of my race entry fee. And Leslie's like, Oh my gosh, I saw you at wine and dine. At the 10K. I was running right there with you. At the 10K, I followed your shirt. I followed your shirt for so many, I don't know how many miles, but it was, I I just thought it's great. To connect like that. To connect. And they were just such wonderful, genuine people. Truly just stayed with us for the entire 10K. And we were, yeah, having great conversation the whole time time and and love races and it just, like that it passed so quick it was so much fun meeting them mm-hmm. and this is again i talk about the rent running community and fellow runners and some of the nicest people you'll ever meet or runners you'll never meet some of the nicest ones you meet are going to be runners that you run with out of at the a blue, race at a race yes yeah, absolutely and i also think their shirt i i want i asked her to send me the bigger shirt because I love to wear them around the house. They're just 
like for pajamas or to or on the few days that we get a little bit of a cold snap. It's nice to have a long sleeve. And I like that there's is a long sleeve, a comfy, soft. This is a shirt. really soft material. It's like a like a charged cotton where it's got a little more spandex in it. Love it. So I just really liked it. I would I would also run in it, but I just on a cooler day. Yeah, on a cooler day, I just I like it's a it black shirt for around so the house. It, it, it is a great shirt. They did uh-huh. a nice job with the shirt this year, and I love the metal too. The metal that we got mm-hmm. for the ten k. I think that this metal is one of the more colorful and cute metals that we've got. It gotten. is. It's so cute. It's got two runners on the trail, and it says the Florida Run, and it's just. I, it's a hefty metal. We showed it off on our live stream following the race when we had a coffee before we headed home. And I and apparently they host several races. So they do. Well, apparently this park is quite something. And I I don't know or I'm sorry, they have a couple of parks. Mm-hmm. They have Lake Louisa State Park and they have Colt Creek State Park. And they're running that race April 1st, 2023. I don't think that's an April Fool's joke. I don't I think, think it is either. I think they're actually running this race. Looks like a half, a 5K, 10K, same same trio of distances. And this too is going to be a, well, both, all, all three are going to be trail runs. Okay. They are going to take you by the lake there at the park and then out into the wilderness and this looks great. I would actually consider doing one of these maybe as a tra- as a training run. Mm-hmm. The the any either any of the three distances. And then they have something called the Overflow Race, which is an evening race. It's an evening race on May 6th, 2023, and it's a 4-miler. Oh, cool. A 4-miler. And they say, what do you get? An evening sunset vibe, an amazing course, a vintage throwback race bib, vintage throwback metal, (gasps) unique killer swag item, Mm -hmm. beer and food, and a merchandise sale where everything is $5. And you love a nighttime race. I do love a nighttime race, but this would be one of those, if we were to go up and do it, this one looks like they just, they keep it mostly to the loop around the lake. Okay, but we have headlamps and gear, and for uh, sure. So we just have to uh, get some trail runner shoes that are a little more appropriate yes. to the terrain. The lesson that we learned was what? What did Chris Twig say? He said, "It's like what did he say? It was something like driving a." He said it was something like driving a Honda Civic off road. Where you should have a Jeep. Yeah, something to that effect. And he's not wrong. The terrain wasn't wasn't super hilly. There were some no. there were some gradual hills no, no. and inclines. There were areas where you had some Florida sugar sand, a lot of grass, but again, no. not not like sod, no. but like natural grass. So you had ruts and divots mm-hmm. and and things you had to be a little mindful of. But what it I like, really wasn't bad. I really like races like this where they have shorter distances. And there is no pressure of time, especially oh, yeah. when we're using races as training runs for a larger goal in the future, like Donna and Gasparilla. Sure, sure. And again, this is very similar to what we did during the pandemic with virtuals. Mm. 
virtuals kept us going because there right? were no options. Shout out to Metal Chaser still doing it. 100%. Mm. But now that these races have returned, doing more of these in-person events is a good way to stay I think motivated. A combination of both. When you can't travel, the virtual runs are just wonderful sources of motivation that give you a theme, metal to earn, but then also these local races that we can travel to and that we can highlight for these local running organizations and organizers, coordinators. Shout out to them because to put on an event is not easy. No. It's a lot of work. I mean, and for those that are interested as well, these events do have awards. Oh, yes. So they are they do awards for the 5K, the 10K, and the half. Mm. And they have individual awards, male and female, first, second, third, and overall. They do a master's 50 plus, top three male and female in age groups. And then they have team awards. They were doing a civil servant teams event there. And when you registered, you have the, you had the option of, of indicating which team you belonged to. If you were a local police, fire, sheriff's office Mm -hmm. mess. And, and I, I believe that was it. I'm not, I, I'm not certain. I didn't register under any of them because I didn't know if you had to show proof of ID. So I, I just thought that was really pretty cool to be able to to do yeah. that, and that they they made a point of having those special award categories at the end, and they were fantastic, shouting people out, and it was it was pretty cool to see. So I love that. I would absolutely consider doing either the Colt Creek or the Overflow and try those out. I mm. think those could be a lot of fun, and because of where this race is located, like I said, let's say you're coming down to Florida, and maybe you're doing a fishing weekend, and you're going to be doing some freshwater fishing in mm. the Central Florida lakes. Sure. This would be a great event you could go and do and then come back and and then get out on the boat and go fish. For if sure. you wanted to make it a a Disney trip, you could absolutely do it. If you were wanting to do something over on the Space Coast, you're you're talking about an hour and 15 minutes to Cape Canaveral from there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really a good centrally located place with a beautiful set of parks Mm -hmm. to host these events. Yes. I couldn't recommend them enough. For sure. So the Florida run, Jamie and the crew, thank you for everything you did to put that together. Thank you to Lauren and Gail and Leslie for joining. You are now a part of the Runcation Nation. We can't thank you enough for us to that race and for for Gail and for Leslie just hanging out with us at the back of the pack. Absolutely. So check it out. We will have a link in the show notes, but you can find more information at thefloridarun.com. All this talk of running has made us hungry. Both of us hungry. Mm. And I work up an appetite for a, a post-race beverage and a post-race bit of food. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we have some stuff in mind that you could go and get just a little car ride away from the Florida run. If you mm-hmm. wanted to head into into Orlando and pop over to Disney and and you know 
beep in with your with your fast pass or, or or whatever they call it the 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 magic band the magic band thing and go in the park and get some food and beverage you could go hit one of the festivals you could that go on most of the year now like we've talked about well wine and dine is one of the longest is it is it the, the longest? longest it's the longest by by quite a bit yes I'm just excited to bring to you the food and beverage from these two booths. Greece, we loved since before the podcast. Oh, yeah. And it disappeared for a while and then returned. And this year... We got to have one of our all-time favorite dishes from there, as well as, I, let's face it, we, we, we got their trio of dishes. Yeah, you have to sample it. When you're talking about traditional Greek food, that, that you know, is something that, something like a food festival can mm. showcase. Really. A gyro, come on, <sighs> spanakopita. Absolutely. The cheese. And is my that favorite. griddled cheese. And we're going to talk favorite. about all three of these it's right now. And we, when we talk about the cheese, it's Kasseri. It, it, yeah. Uh, it, they'll talk about the, the type of cheese. It is, yeah. Kasseri. Yes, you're correct. If you can't get your hands on that, if you're trying to recreate it, halloumi is another option. They talk yes. about firm sheep's milk cheeses that will hold up to the heat of griddling. But we didn't, uh, we didn't, we couldn't remember what couldn't. kind it it was at the time. But that is what we talk about when we talk about one of our favorite dishes in Greece. And then we happened to be very close by to Belgium. Belgium, man. And. Belgium. I know how you love Belgian beer. Look, I anyone who's listened to the show for any length of time knows I have certain certain things I'm partial to. Mm. When it comes to uh, adult beverages, I do enjoy bourbon. Yes. And I do enjoy Belgian beer. Mm. And the the distinct flavor profile that I always talk about with Belgian beer, the banana notes and the clove notes that often come through because of the types of yeasts that they use. Mm. This year at the Belgian booth, they did such a nice job of selecting beers that feature those, those flavor flavors, profiles. Yes. And yes. what I like, because sometimes Disney gets things that are only available at Disney. Oh, this is this is true that we can what we feature tonight you could pick up at your local package store like Total Wine or an ABC or or just a local package store. Yeah, if you've got a great mom and pop mm -hmm. like uh, number three craft brews here exactly. in Cape Coral, you'd be able to find these beers there. So, without further ado, we present to you two of our favorite booths from. The 2022 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Runcation Nation, we have returned to a pre-podcast favorite. This year, this past June, we celebrated five years of the show. We've been coming to this Epcot Food and Wine Festival for a little bit longer. And we are so glad to see one of our favorites return Greece. 
Yeah, this country disappeared from the offerings for a while, and now it's back, even though it's in a different location on the World Showcase. But they are Talked offering... Back here, Morocco. Yeah, it's over here by... Right next to Morocco and on the Japan. way to Japan. They are offering some traditional Greek favorites, which I absolutely love. The first is the Spanakopita. Spanakopita is a phyllo pastry stuffed with cheese and spinach. What do you think? You get two two nice triangles here. The pastry is super buttery. Flaky. I think more of the cheese, less of the spinach. But it is, it's buttery. That's all I can say. What do you think? Super rich. This Crunchy. Has, yeah, cheese is like a feta cheese. And mm. they may have mixed it with something else to kind of give it a little bit of a little bit of moisture but I think mm. it's spiced perfectly yes it's super light <clears throat> delicious this is and there's also a lamb gyro as some people will say gyro but yeah, it's gyro it's gyro lamb gyro with shaved lettuce tomato red onion tzatziki on a warm flatbread. Why don't you take a bite of that first and tell me what you think? Okay. Comes in foil, so it stays together. Yep, wrapped so. in foil, and it, they're giving you about half of a restaurant size gyro. Yeah. For a split. Yours. It's six fifty for this option. Plenty of meat. What do you think? The bread is soft. The meat. It's really hard to describe this flavor. It's almost bordering on a meatball flavor with Greek spice. Yeah, the huh? traditional gyro meat like you'll get has a, a lot of times a mixture of beef and lamb. You get the gaminess of the lamb, but then yeah. you get these spices, which tend to be a lot of those Mediterranean spices like oregano. Yeah. This is, I, the oregano is ever present, which is why it reminds me of a meatball. It's really the cousin of Italian food in a lot of respects. Yeah because it's all right there in the Mediterranean. I like it. The gyro meat is super tender, very well spiced. It's, I am a, I'm a sucker for gyros and I love tzatziki sauce. It is that cooling, the creaminess, the cucumber is just so good. It's the fresh hit that you need when you have something like lamb. Just so rich. Which is rich. And that, again, that uh, gamey's the best description of it because yeah. lamb has a very distinctive flavor. Yeah. But. I like it a lot. That's also why you see mint paired with lamb a lot. It oh, it's that got that refreshing. Yeah, refreshing. And so. I will tell you, I'm so excited for this last offering from Grace. Yes, we got the Trinity. We got all of their dishes. That should tell you something right there. Because. We love it so much. We almost never do that. And this is the griddled cheese with pistachios and honey. And it's triangular. It's, Dana is cutting it into almost two, like, mini little pizza. I'm trying to remember what the type of cheese is that they use. I don't know. But this is a cheese that stands up to the high heat of being griddled. Yeah. So you get a nice round exterior. And oh. I'm giving Amy the bite here. Mm. Um, what do you think? Well, the honey with the saltiness from the cheese. The pistachios are so nutty. One of my favorites. 
in terms of if I want to snack on something. This cheese has a little funk to it also. I love that. And I, I don't know, the flavors, even though it's a Spanish cheese, it reminds me, this is Greece, but it reminds me of the Spanish cheese Manchego. Yes, yeah. but it's a little funkier. I don't know what it's that is. It's not as sharp. It's got almost a goat milk funk to it. I just love this combination. If I had known how much I would love it, I would say get your own. Get your own. Yep. I love the honey, the pistachio, the cheese. It's a winner. Even though it's a hot day, it's just, I just love it. And it's got enough savoriness that I wouldn't call this a dessert. No. It's a cheese course. Some people have that as dessert. Yeah. But I think you should definitely have it. It's amazing. Delicious. Grease. Tucked back here in the back of the world showcase is a winner. I hit record already. We're in Belgium. Belgium, man. Belgium. At the 2022 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Yes, we are exploring and indulging in the back half of the World Showcase. And at Belgium, we decided to get a beer flight. Yes, and this to me might be one of the hidden gems of the show. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, Belgium was in. Tell me more. The Belgium food stand was just in 2010. And this year, they are offering three fantastic beers from breweries that we, we know, know and, and love. love. Yes. yes. We have first the St. Bernardus Wit Beer which is going to be similar to what we had over in Norway. So that, that wit. We have had Christmas ale from there. We've had so many that are pack a really hard punch. And hard punch, so... not just for alcohol, but for flavor. Yeah, delicious. And that's what we're gonna have right now. We each got a flight <laughs> because this was a get your own moment. Because Dana won't share. No. And that wit beer is it's a so nice... so light yellow, like a lemonade color. Yes, and it's a hazy, pale yellow. Oh, I get Hefeweizen notes. Very much so, yeah. Yeah. You're going to get that very traditional Belgian flavor profile with a lot of what tastes like banana and clove. But it's different from what we had over there. That one leans more into the coriander because they're also using, uh, in Norway, they're using different different yeasts. Yeah. So these Belgian yeasts really give you this flavor profile that I love. true Hefeweizen, you're a fan. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh, yes. Next, we have... The Belgian Abbey Ale. Yes, Belgian Abbey Ale. This is a also a pale yellow, a little darker than what we had from St. Bernardus. Yes. You get anything on the nose? No, I'm not getting anything really on the nose. Yeah, I don't either. I think this one is reddier than the St. Bernardus. Agreed. More golden in color. A little, little more, more bitter on the back. I was going to say a little more bitter on the finish. Mm. But that the bitter finish is at the back of your tongue. It's a heavier body, too. It is. That is a really nice. Which is a surprise when you compare this to St. Bernardus. We've had lots of heavy bodies there. Yes, so. very much so. Yeah. And let's see. Last but not least is Delirium. one of... Delirium. One of our favorites. We love delirium. We have had delirium tremens. We've had, this is the red fruit ale right here. And it is cranberry in color. Yeah, and slightly hazy. 
Yeah. Yeah, and the the Belgian Abbey Ale is by a brewery called Averbode, which oh, yeah. they do an amazing job. Delirium oh. is another one of my favorites when yeah. you start talking about Belgian. This it's is no their... secret that we stopped in Belgium to have beer for you. Mm-hmm. Because you love these flavors. So berry forward. It's but it's not a dessert beer, I don't no, think. No, it's not oppressively it's sweeter, like a cider. But not oppressively or cloyingly sweet. Mm-hmm. This is really nice. As the weather cools off here, this is going to be a must-stop for beer fans. This is like... These are not, except for maybe the wit beer, these are not hot weather beers, in my opinion. This one is super refreshing and very... It's got like a tartness at the end, like a cranberry tartness. That is so good. I love it. So, you are a happy man because we stopped in Belgium, man. I am. Belgium. Belgium. Exactly. Delirium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> St. Bernardus as well. Oh, they have a Christmas. I was going to say. It was ale? It's, yes, I believe so. It's called, I believe it's called a Christmas ale or a, a winter warmer. Mm. <clears throat> but mm. they do some great seasonal stuff that's that's getting released now or has oh. been released for the, this time of year. Which is great. So I'm glad we highlighted the Belgian beers. Yes. And Delirium has their own called Delirium Noel. I which just is love it. fantastic. Love. Highly recommend you check that one out if you're looking and you're twenty one and over. Of course. Drink responsibly. Uber, Lyft, a rideshare, taxi, bus, have a designated driver. Or stay at home. Or stay at home and enjoy after you pick up, like you said at the beginning of this segment, from a local package store like our number three or mm-hmm. an ABC or Total Wine. Not sponsors of the show, but they could be. And, okay, that cheese is called Kasseri? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 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 the only thing I remember was in reading up on it, it was like that, or if you're trying to create this at home, a firm sheep's milk cheese because those cheeses will hold up to the griddling and that is just magic. That you yeah. would think it's going to be a melty mess. It's not. It's like a like a patty of cheese. Yeah, it, it, the the texture holds up like the outside not sears. Breaded. I can't. No, it, just... it sears and creates this like crust. It's mm. so ridiculously good. And the pistachio and the honey. Mm-hmm. Just if you recreate it at home, let us know. Oh, yeah. So we can come over. Not really. Not really. (laughs) Well, we would. And it is Christmas ale. St. Bernardus. It's probably out there for the holiday season or about to be. It's got to be by now. Anyway, check those out. We're going to have links to everything in the show notes. I think that you will enjoy the offerings that we talked about this week. But listen, that is a wrap on this week's episode 231. It's in the (laughs) books. But before we go, we want to thank our sponsor of the show this week, Fitz Kohler, we talked about her earlier, about the fact that we're taking her course. Yes. And her course is called Fixing Your Life with Fitzness. I got it right this time. There you go. And we're we're working our way through it. And it's mm-hmm. it's what, what can I say about it? It's fun, it's engaging. Because it's fits and it's no nonsense. It is she is never going to sugarcoat or She's just going to tell it like it is. Oh, yeah. And and we got to some parts this week where she was really telling it like it is and talking about how to recognize and resist the snake oil that you get sold when it comes to 
diet food, diet supplements, weight loss, weight loss BS mm. that's out there. And uh, I liked it because she, she's so funny and she's like, you just punch them <laughs> with your mind, not your fists. It's, you know? yes. <laughs> it's very cute. Your mental, uh, use your mental prowess. It, it was great. And, you know, we've had Fitz on the show before. She's, sure. uh, she's a very accomplished author. Mm. She's just She's got such a great story to tell. Her book is featured front and center on our our set, My Noisy Cancer Comeback. And, you know, she's not just an author, though. She is one of the most fun and engaging race announcers that you'll ever have the pleasure of running a race with. And she's mm. half of Team Noisy. She and Rudy oh. Novotny travel the country announcing yes. races both separately and together. Mm-hmm. And she's been at the start and finish lines of some of our favorite races like Donna, Gasparilla, and the Mother's Day 5K. That's for the Donna Foundation yeah. in Jacksonville. Love that. But so many others they announce. And it's, it's just, if you can get to a race that they announce... Rudy and Fitz are just magic. They really are. The The main thing to remember when we start talking about this course that we're taking mm. is that we're not just listening to some really fun race announcer talk. No. We're talking about somebody who's got some serious chops when it comes to knowing what she's talking about. It's true. She's a fitness expert with a master's degree in exercise and sports sciences from the University of Florida. And she's been teaching fitness around the globe for decades decades yeah the course itself is over five hours and her goal is to change your life for the better in every way possible i think she does it and again we're already applying these things we're already seeing it and i think we're about three hours in ish, three four i really like how she starts out even before that she starts out with the why oh well yeah she gets to some of the emotional motivational things for and i think why that people do, that. do things because they have a very strong why a very strong purpose and so i love that she starts out that way but i also i love that she talks about elements of fitness and how each one is vital and important and what are they you've got to take the course you've got to take the course because it's a game-changing framework and you will get the most out of your life and out of your fitness plan because she's helping you create it for you, for you. So get started today at fitness.com and use our discount code exclusively for the Runcation Nation. When you sign up, enter RED22 in the discount code box at checkout for 10% off the entire course. Oh, and that book I mentioned, My Noisy Cancer Comeback, if you use that discount code, RED22, it also works on her book mm. as well. And uh, by the way, she's launched a, a pre-order oh, yes. for her next book, uh, which we may have ordered Yes, because I'm excited to see it. I, I loved loved the first book so much. So much valuable knowledge in that first book. I know that these two will just be such assets to us in our lives. 100%. We want to thank Fitz for sponsoring this week's show. We'll put a link to the course in the show notes. Check out her course. Fixing Your Life with Fitzness at fitsness.com. And don't forget to use our discount code RED22 for 10% off the entire course. Thanks for joining us on your long run, commute to work, around the house, or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well. 
and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.